6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. A pretty big day for Canada at the Winter Olympics. Canada has its first gold medal. Max Perot of Quebec won the men's snowboard slope-style event after taking silver in the same event in 2018. Regina's Mark McMorris won his third straight Olympic slope-style bronze, while Canada took another bronze in mixed-team ski jumping. Uh, fun to watch uh, Canada's women's hockey team as well, continuing to be pretty dominant against the, uh, well, yeah, beat the Russian. Olympic Committee team with a 6-1 win. So I'm curious to know if you're tuning in or have you turned out this Winter Olympics? And I'm curious to know why. It's 780-496-0063. Dr. Brian Sebing joining us this afternoon. He is a professor at the University of Alberta in the Faculty of Kinesiology, Sport and Recreation. He's an expert in the strategic decision-making of sport and recreation organizations. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, great to have you here. Okay, are you watching? Have you been watching any of the Olympics? I've been watching, I would say, early in the morning, getting up. I've got two young kids, so I think it's it's a good thing before they leave to, to show them some of the Olympic sports, particularly ones that you may not see every so often. You talk about snow, snowboarding and some of the ski activities <laughs> right now. So I, I, I enjoy watching it, but I, I, I want to have it to get my kids interested too, hopefully. And why is that? I think a couple different things. I think, you know, even for me growing up, I have a lot of fond memories of watching the Olympics with my parents and my family members as well. So in some ways, (laughs) part nostalgia for me. But I think also is that, you know, one of the things, at least to me in thinking about the Olympics, regardless about winter and summer games, it encourages um, hopefully little kids to to take up a sport or or participate in the sport. And regardless if that leads to any sort of competitive sport down the road, many of these are, are, are good recreational activities for kids to get in. You know, inspiration comes in many different ways and you just never know uh, what exactly is going to plant that seed, right? It could be a story. It could be, uh, you know, watching uh, something on television like this. And, you know, I would, I would agree with you on, on that front. I'm, I'm, you know, when we talk about fan behavior when it comes to the Olympics, there was a recent poll, uh, Brian, that suggested that 47% of Canadians would not be watching this year, in big part because of concerns with the host country. One of the things that you do do is study fan behavior. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that that number will change dramatically as Canada continues to win more medals. We buy into it a little bit more. One of the things I think a lot of us like are those great stories that come out of the Olympics, uh, something that we can hold on to. Maybe that's something that gets the emotion going. Do you think that that number, do you think that people will buy more into this version of the Olympics as Canada continues to do well? I think certainly Canadian success in the Olympics and certainly people, you know, hearing about it on the news or, or, or whatever media that, that they that they tune into will certainly, I think you'll see increased interest and certainly for some of the marquee events, if you were thinking about men's and women's ice hockey and certainly curling and some of these other ones where you have seen Canada has the success in, in 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 years past, and certainly there's a there's a build up to that as well. But I would also, you know, I, you mentioning that poll, and certainly there's probably some of it as it relates to the host country. Mm-hmm. But I also think part of it's also the time difference too, yeah. um, in terms of you know when you have a when you see a lot of the live events and things like that. So you know, part of that could be that, and I and I would even argue 
could be due to the, just the pandemic in, in general, as we've seen um, even a shift in terms of people watching sports on TV, regardless if we're talking about the Olympics or the NHL or the okay. National Football League, you name it, right? So I think we've seen a bit of a, at the very least, a short-term change in terms of just people setting aside time to watch sports. It was fascinating to watch uh, the uh, Canadian women's hockey team play uh, their game today with full masks on. And mm-hmm. we know, obviously, that that COVID has, has changed everything. The Tokyo, uh, the, the Summer Olympics and, and, and things being delayed and, and all of the uh, protocol that is, you know, in place in in uh, Beijing as well but how how that's a huge challenge for organizers whether you not you you're, you you like these olympics or not when you take a look at what uh impact the pandemic has had on putting on events like this it's massive yeah and and not only that if you think about these events a lot of times these are awarded you think eight, nine, yeah. ten years prior, right? And so, you know, if you think about even ten years ago, you know, when games were awarded for, you know, Tokyo and and, and now Beijing is, you know, you're not, it's not even on your radar in terms of planning. And so, from that standpoint, certainly there's there's been a lot of change in, on those events, and it won't and it wouldn't shock me if you know some of the things that stick around in terms of. Um, you know, planning and things like mm-hmm. that as it relates to how do you transport athletes from one venue to another or, or some of the some of the accessibility may stay around for future iterations of the Olympics. But in many ways, it's too early to tell yet in terms of what may stick around um, as it relates to future bids. Dr. Brian Sebing joining me this afternoon. Yeah, well, let's talk about future bids because it seems that we are seeing, I mean, we know that these, these games, uh, Olympic games, uh, cost huge money to to host um and it's it, it's it, fewer and fewer countries seem to be interested in actually taking on um the responsibility and the cost <laughs> of, mm-hmm. of hosting these w- w- what do you think that that's going to mean for the future of the olympic games summer and winter and, and i'm wondering specifically do you think that we could ever see a permanent host city put in place Ooh, that's that's a that's a good, I mean, that's a good question, and certainly something I have seen a couple you know articles float that around in terms of even just a revolving set of hopes. But I think to get back to the first mm-hmm. question that you had with that is, you know, I think we've seen that when they that regard as it relates to the lack of sort of cities wanting to come forward when when the Olympics awarded the games to Paris and Los Angeles concurrently because, you know, at the end of the day, other cities that were interested had dropped out yeah. for a variety of different reasons. And so I think, you know, certainly there has been a, I would say, a change in sort of the, the prevailing attitudes, both in terms of um, um, let's say governing bodies or, or, or committees that go ahead in terms of purchasing the game or not purchasing but bidding for the games but also i think there's an increased push as a relate even from citizens of the area to say you know in some ways yeah it'd be great to have the olympics but not at the cost that yeah you know we know that research has talked about over and over again uh, the amount of public money that goes in there and and when you weigh sort of the amount of money that goes in to, to for these and we'll say mega events in comparison to to what maybe the 
the the public would be willing to pay, there's usually a, a, a very big difference. So I think that increased skepticism too um, certainly plays a role um, as it relates to you know we haven't seen as many cities or as much competitiveness within mm -hmm. within cities trying to host these games. Okay, what about a permanent host city? <laughs> you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, there, it, it certainly could happen. I think, I think we're, I think it's that's going to be much, much further down the road, um, and even starting to think about that. Um, one of the things to me that that even I was, I read an article that, that crossed my, uh, that just crossed across my desk probably last week even talking about you know if they went back and looked at some of the previous hosts for winter olympics yes. that some of those if you look down and if you look forward in the future especially with changes uh to climate and things like that some of these places may not wouldn't even be a reliable may not even be a reliable place to host a, a winter olympics in the future just because of the change in change in climate over time and so i, I it, that wasn't even on my uh, yeah. radar initially but it was an interesting article to look at and think about. Have you ever been to an Olympic Games? I have not. It's on my bucket list. I would. <laughs> I would. It would be great. It would be great to take in. I've had an opportunity to go to a lot of a lot of what I would say is fun events, but that is not one of them. Not yet, anyway. Not, not yet. yet. <laughs> well, we'll leave it there this afternoon. Want to thank you for joining me. Appreciate your time. I'm happy to contribute to the conversation. Have a great day. Take care. That's Dr. Brian Sebing from the University of Alberta asking you this afternoon. I mean, we're, what, three days, four days into this so far? Uh, some of your texts coming in. I will read them on the other side. But, uh, yeah, you know, we we last night were looking for something to, to watch. I was like, meh, and flipping around, and nothing really blowing up my skirt uh, on, on, on the TV or at the Olympics. So I'm just still kind of waiting. I, I tend to fall into them a little bit more as they continue to go on. Um, and we'll see if it happens this time again. I think it's uh, one of those things is that more and more of those stories come out and some really great competition as well. So.